Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Uh, hey Aaron, how was your week? <laughs> how was my week? Yeah. It was amazing, Armando. Thank you for asking. How was your week? Great, because I got this. <laughs> I got this. I got this email. Okay, I got this email from <clears throat> from hello at podstatus.com. and they got sent to my email. So I don't know if you got it in your email. I don't know how they got <clears throat> our information, but it says hello. It, by the way, it's by Carlos at podstatus.com. Anyway, it says hello. How's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Ooh, cool information? I'm always interested in cool information. Tell me more, please. Your podcast, The Degenerates Clubhouse, has good performance in the Apple Podcast rankings in the last 30 days. Uh-huh. Sure it does. <laughs> hold, hold on. Wait, listen. We are ranked 195 in the category Leisure oh. in Canada. <laughs> yes. We're big in Canada. Let's go. So, happy podcasting, Carlos, from Podstatus. So, again, I don't know... I guess this information just goes to the interwebs and these these guys that are like marketers are like, oh, let's see if they're interested in buying whatever services from us to increase their... Uh, let's go. We're top 200 <laughs> in Canada in leisure. In the leisure category. We're not even in the leisure category. I think we put it under like comedy and entertainment and I don't know what other... I think we did leisure in okay. one of them, yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm disappointed it's not someplace even more obscure though. Yeah, it's like, like Guam. <laughs> You, you, the, Guam loves your guys' comedy. You're huge. We book a show. We do a live show in Guam. We you, should. Did you know? It's weird that you pick Guam. Do you know my dad wrote a book about Guam? No. There was an <laughs> epidemic where a non-indigenous brown tree snake got onto the island of Guam and just killing all the birds. So they couldn't. They could not figure out what all the birds in Guam were just disappearing. And my dad was like, "Wow, this is what." people want to read about i will spend a year writing a book about this very subject and uh that is what he did just like the uh we're not, mondo spoiler we did not uh get to retire off of that guam money let me let me ask you being that we are now ranked 195 do you think we compare to the audience that your dad got writing his book like do you think the 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 widespread uh craziness that is the degenerates Clubhouse podcast, do you think that our reach is bigger than the reach your dad got for his book? So it's interesting. Definitely different uh, different, different demographics. Okay. A little bit of a tongue twister. Different demographics. Different demographics. Got it. Um, yeah, apparently there's like like a, 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 a middle school class in Canada that's like, yeah, this, this is it. <laughs> this, this is what we've been looking for. And then I think it was probably a lot of uh, nerdy science people and like researchers that were reading my dad's book. So uh, you know what? Um, I, I'm going to say he, he probably still has a slightly larger reach than us, but we're, we're catching up. Yeah. You know what? And no bird sing by Mark Jaffe is, is not really flying off shelves. I think probably most of the copies are still in, I don't know what happened for the longest time. They had boxes of these books, like just sitting in the basement. I don't know if they finally got rid of them and just were like, okay, we're not going to end up selling these. Look out, Canada, rank number 194. We're coming for you. We're going to take your spot next week. We're going to be ranked 194 by next week. Although, although, just shout out to my dad's books. He did write another book called The Gilded Dinosaur. Which I think did, I have that one. It did much better, and it actually got optioned 
to become a like an HBO miniseries. Ooh. So he got 40k just for that. They're like, here you go, here's forty thousand dollars to option this. And then he was gonna get made. Uh, he was gonna get more, like a lot more, if it actually got made. And it was uh, Steve Carell. You familiar with Steve Carell? Oh, they were thinking about making it. Oh no, like it got optioned. They hired a writer. So he wow. got, and then he got more money when they hired the screenwriter. And the problem, this was the problem. It was Steve Carell in, in, you know, a 40-year-old virgin fame. Uh-huh. You, you, you know Steve Carell, correct? Uh, yeah, he's my the best office. friend. Yeah, he's my best right. friend. Right. And James Gandolfini, remember him? Really? They, From The Sopranos? Yeah. The, the two of them had a production company, and that, and that their production company was the one that optioned it to make this miniseries. And then, of course, James Gandolfini died, yeah. and that kind of put the kibosh on the whole thing. You think it was his death that ruined it mm-hmm. from being a movie or a show? Yeah, it was going to be a miniseries, but yeah. That sucks. Fucking James. Well, he has a son. He's a kid. He's an, he's an actor, right? Isn't he the one that's I, like... I don't know. So I, st- I started watching Sopranos, and, the, and then apparently they made a movie this last year or so that's like a prequel to the Sopranos mm-hmm. uh, shows. I think I could be wrong, but I think they used his son as one of the roles in, in the movie. But I heard that the movie's not that great. I don't know. I'll probably watch it after I finish like watching the entire Sopranos show and then judge it there. But well, that sucks. That would have been cool. So if it had, if it would have been made into a miniseries, uh, your dad would have gotten some more moolah. Correct. Oh, what? But still, I I think he actually took a good attitude about it. He yeah. was like. I never expected to get forty thousand dollars out of the blue. Like this is great. Yeah, you know, and it was nice. He he did not do well initially when the book came out, and then kind of down the stretch, it picked up some traction. And then there was this whole HBO miniseries thing. So it was kind of nice when when you're expecting nothing and then you get yeah forty k. Like yeah. that that was he 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 chose to look at that as a positive and not stress on the fact that it didn't get made. Which for my dad, who was an incredibly negative person. I was very proud. I said, good job, Dad. You look on the bright side of the light. Well, we're going to break your dad's records, and they're going to make a mini-series based on our podcast. <laughs> He's going to ring 195 in Canada. <laughs> oh, could it, be, could it be a Canadian television show? Hell yeah. Eh? That, that's not how you use it, but that's okay. That's he- fine. What? So, so A, I know if you recall, I had many Canadian teammates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, A is used to turn a statement into a question. Oh. So, if you wanted to make a definitive statement, you wouldn't, you wouldn't put A. It would be like, it's like, we're big in Canada, eh? Like, or, yeah. And, was... then, and then the, the super sneaky trick that Canadians use, because they are very passive-aggressive. They're extremely nice, but they get a little passive-aggressive. They will... When they want to say a statement that's that's a little bit biting or cutting, they'll add A to turn it into a question, except they really mean it as a statement. So they'll be like, oh, that guy's a fucking dumbass, eh? Ah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> no, you're just calling him a dumbass. Stop trying to soften it by making it a question, you fucking sneaky Canadian. I'm on to you. And they follow it by, sorry, sorry. 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 That that one is true. The boot thing, they don't, some of them do, but that's, the sorry, they do say that a lot. You know oh, who sorry. Be, you know who should be saying sorry? Sorry? You know who should be saying sorry? Who's that? Our Florida man hero, anti-hero in Florida for what he did. This motherfucker in Florida. Ked, how dare you do this? Florida man. Man pulls out weenie, ejaculates on unsuspecting mother's pants. <laughs> it... It's like just when you think you can't be more disappointed in Florida, a story like this comes along. 
It's like, you know how people are trying to constantly set the bar higher? Florida is like, how can we drill down the crust of the earth to get that bar just a little bit lower? Yeah. Fucking Florida. So a 21, uh, let me say that again, a 21-year-old man drew a 15-month jail term after he reportedly masturbated and then ejaculated on a woman who was with her child at a supermarket. The man was identified as Elias Floor, who did the sick act like the mother and her 12-year-old boy were browsing a toy aisle at a Walmart shop in Winter Haven, Florida in December 2019. This is an older story. This happened in a Walmart? Duh. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not in a high-class establishment like Walmart. Oh, my God. I could see it happening at, like, Target, but Walmart, how dare you? Uh, in the report, 21-year-old allegedly turned himself in and agreed to plea deal with prosecutors. Hence, he will be released from state prison after 15 months. A court heard how Floor pleaded to no contest to a felony child abuse charge after he was spotted masturbating on the back of a woman with her son. The 21-year-old was originally charged with lewd and lascivious behavior. I know how to pronounce the word in my head. I'm going to try to say lascivious. Lascivious, sure. I, yeah. th- I think I was like a syllable off, but yeah. He's you probably more accurate than me. I guarantee that. Charged with lewd and lascivious behavior in the presence of a child under the age of 16, he went before the court on a lesser child abuse count. Hence, Floor saw the misdemeanor battery count, count dropped as a result of the plea agreement. According to the official report from Winter Haven Police, Floor approached a woman from behind and then started to unzip his pants. He pulled out his weenie. I like how the, the writer write, like actually writes weenie. Instead of like a penis. Anyway, he he's, pulled. He's a, trying to soften it. Right. Unlike the man's weenie. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled that his weenie. There is no softness in that weenie. Apparently, no. Jesus. What? I, I know this is wrong. I mean, I should be more focused on how this is going to affect the fucking kid. Like he's going to be traumatized by this. He's going to develop some weird sexual deviant behavior and everything. I'm. I'm. Can't get. Past, how did this guy actually even execute this? Right. Like, was he just like? Walking around in a trench coat, like masturbating in the trench coat, like how how do you how do you get to the point of climax, like in a toy aisle? You had to be. He's probably got a big raging boner before that, and then he just, yeah, he just uh, drops trow and then plays with his weenie, and then there you go. I, I guess I don't. You know what? Let's let's not think about this. You, there's there's some stuff that doesn't need to be analyzed and obsessed on. This is probably one. I'm going to just banish this from my mind the best I can. Continue. He pulled out his weenie and then started to masturbate until he ejaculated, allegedly on the pants of the woman or her buttocks. And it was 12-year-old it was a 12-year-old son who saw that Flora had done and immediately called the attention of his mother. From there, the woman called Walmart workers about what had happened. Flora was immediately ID'd thanks to surveillance photos. It turned out that he lived only a few miles from the Walmart. He turned himself in and admitted to the sickening act. <sighs> After his 15-month sentence, Flora will also have to complete a three-year probation period. He was also ordered to pay $900 in fines and court costs and also undergo a psychosexual evaluation. There you go. Don't jerk off in the pants of a woman's buttocks. Oh, and f- just for a second, real talk, Mondo, okay. like... I I do think things like that will really fuck with people like that. Like the kid? Well, the the kid and, and, you know, the poor woman. Like, she's in – I mean, first of all, if she did feel like Walmart was a safe space, that's uh, 
you need to reevaluate that. But you know, she she's in a, a store, she's in a freaking children's aisle trying to get a toy for a kid or something. Like you're not on guard thinking that you're gonna be sexually assaulted. And that's what I mean, that's that is a super creepy fucked up form of sexual assault, but that's uh-huh. what it is. And like so if if you're not safe from being sexually assaulted just in a children's toy aisle, like where are you? That's got to really kind of fuck with your outlook on life. And uh, you know, it's weird. I, I can't believe I forgot about this. There, there was actually something similar depicted in that show I talked about uh, several episodes uh, episodes ago, Sex Education, uh-huh. where it was like one of uh, the side characters had basically the same thing happened to her on a bus. Someone jacked off on her in a bus? Yeah, and that, that one kind of makes sense because you're all sort of standing. It's, it's not is easy to see and like yeah she got or you know somebody same same thing though like like the, the guy creamed on her on a bus and she was like scared to take the bus and that was sort of like a reoccurring thing like she was like really fucked up and did he do it with his right hand or his left hand you know what i was not focusing <laughs> that was another detail like i wasn't really uh i wasn't really focusing but yeah they they had these scenes where like she was trying to get on the bus and then she just kept saying to the guy's face and passengers, she couldn't do it. She oh. didn't, didn't want to like uh, have sex with her boyfriend anymore. Like it really fucked her up. And I thought that was actually a very good depiction and just a reminder of like, yeah, there's consequences for the victims of these things. Like it's not. On the one hand, like we're present, it is kind of funny in a way because it's Florida and it's just degenerate, complete fucked up bullshit. But yeah, this can seriously fuck with people. God damn it, Florida! Why'd you have to make me feel sad? For a second, I was like, ha-ha, masturbation in a Walmart. And then I was like, oh, this poor kid and mother are going to be fucked up from this for a while. Bad Florida, man. Bad. Go uh, Undergo your psychosexual... What was it called? Psychosexual uh, evaluation. There you go. What? <laughs> it's, it's a 27-question questionnaire to be like, yo, you're fucked up and you're... Mother and father did not pay enough attention as a child. God damn it, Florida man. By the way, one one last thing. Let's let's see if that we can. Lasciviousness. Lascivious. Lascivious. I said it correctly. How dare you? He was lascivious in his act. There is a a line of degeneratude. I just made that word up. Degenerate dude. Yeah, degeneratude. Where it's like, oh, you're being a degenerate. This is sort of fun and playful. And then very quickly, once you cross that line, you're like, oh, no, you are a scourge of society. And this guy is miles away from that line in the wrong direction. Bad Florida. Would it, hold on. If, you, if it was a woman, I don't see, I don't know how you could do it, pull it off. What if it was a woman that was fingering her bean and like squirted on a dude? Like what if it was a, the gender was 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 a s- swapped? Uh, I don't know. You could pull it off of your it, chick like that. That's still bad, that but it's not as bad. <laughs> I think we've discussed this before because the, the stakes just aren't the same when it's when it's a guy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, male sexual assault does happen. Uh, you know, of all people, I remember Terry Crews coming out and talking about that because he was sexually assaulted. I don't remember all the details. I was sexually assaulted too. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that happened to be at a Walmart. Some chick came up behind me and started fingering her vagina and then squirted on my pants. And I was like, oh, my God. Did she really? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? You should have notified me. I'm going to call the p- police. I feel like maybe you're not telling the truth. 
See and see this is this is how the cycle begins. You you don't believe the victims because they're talking yeah. about it on a podcast and how laughing. How dare you, Aaron? How dare you uh, deny? You're, are you a rape abuse denier, Aaron? I've been, I've been. Well, you weren't you weren't raped. Well, I was almost raped. And and to be I honest, was raped mentally. To be honest, Mondo, if you're gonna go, where was, where did this happen? At Walmart. If you're going to go to a Walmart wearing baggy jeans and that flannel shirt, you were really asking for yep, it. Yep. You no, know, you shouldn't have gone in there dressed just like uh, uh, an extra from a, a Kevin Smith movie in the 90s if you didn't want some girl to flick her bean and, and what is it called? Squirting? Squirt on you? Yeah, yeah. So that's really your fault, Mondo. You know, you've got you've just got to be aware of your surroundings and what you're wearing. So. I, just, I just give off a lot of sexual energy. Yeah, I mean, like, like, how could she resist that three-day-old unwashed T-shirt? It's not. I wear <laughs> clean clothes every day. You son of a bitch. Okay, but see, my my mistake. I I retract everything I said. Moving on. Moving on to our next segment. It's a new segment. We're gonna try out. We'll see if it works or not. You've all heard of what would Jesus do? And no, we're not comparing ourselves to Jesus. Although we come, we what? come close. We come close. Not, not as close as that guy in Florida comes. Whoa. We are ranked 195 in terms of Jesus likeness-ishness. What would degenerates do? Okay. What would degenerates do is what we're going to call this. Uh-huh. So we're going to each give each other a couple of scenarios, and then we're going to have to figure out what would we do if we were caught in such said scenario. I will start because I could see that you're still flipping through your oh, phone. I've, I've got it right here. Okay, you can go first if you want. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna have this outside of a Walmart. Okay. Just to whoa, you're you're, you're leaving a Walmart and you you kind of go around in a side alley because you wanna you gotta throw something away. Okay. And you find a small black duffel bag and it's filled with stacks of hundred dollar bills, eight handguns, and I was like, you know what? We have to make this more of a what would degenerates do question and a ten inch black dildo and just sitting there. Like like someone's waiting to come get it, like it was a drop, but you find it, and there's there's you know like a, I don't know a bunch of stacks of hundred dollar bills. So there's a bunch of money, eight a, eight handguns, and a ten inch black dildo. Well, what I would do, this is what I would do. Uh huh. I would look for something to cover my hands with, right? Because I don't know what's where the dildo's been or the guns. They could be they could have fingerprints from a crime that's been committed or something, right? Uh-huh. So I'd find either gloves or something. And then they're they're on aisle twelve, like three aisles away oh, so from the this children's is, story. Th- this this bag is inside the no, Walmart. No, it's, it's outside. It's outside. But you could, if oh. you wanted gloves, you could go in to aisle twelve. So I'll go to aisle twelve, find some nitrile gloves, put them on, and then carefully reach in the bag and take the money out. Uh huh. And then, what well, if someone's watching though? That, nope. Well, then I will look for cameras. Do that. Look look for cameras, and then I. I realize there's no cameras. Okay. And so then I get the money. Uh huh. And I put it in my car. Have you surveilled the parking lot? What if someone? What if there's an actual stakeout going on? That's okay. Well, then I'm fucked. No. And then and then I go to the Walmart employee. Doop 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 doop. Hey, you know that little. <laughs> Wait. Do you you say that to the Walmart employee? They're the, sir. Uh, the greeter. You're, you're speaking complete gibberish. I am accustomed to this being a Walmart greeter, but uh, yeah. Could you please use English? I say doop 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 doop. doop. By the way, I found a black bag 
And I would only report the big black dildo and the guns. I say, hey, look, there's a big black dildo and a bunch of guns in this bag. I don't want to touch it in case in case there uh, there were fingerprints in the guns and there was a crime. The greeter's like, oh yeah, that's pretty normal. You know, once twice a week, we we will get bags with big big, uh, big black dildos and some guns. Um, all right, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna call janitorial. Was there, was there were there stacks of hundred dollar bills by per chance? No, there was not stacks of hundred dollar bills. Sir, are you sure there were not stacks of hundred dollar bills? There, there was, as far as I'm aware, there were no hundred dollar bills uh-huh. there. I didn't see hundred dollar bills. All I saw was a big black phallus thing and uh-huh. guns. Now, and was the big black? You called it a phall- a dildo, sir. Was it a dildo or a phallus? It was. It, was was it a rubber facsimile of a phallus, I, or was it a literal phallus, sir? I didn't touch it, so it could be made of rubber. It could be made of PVC. It could be made of so metal. So this was a synthetic phallus, it, it is what you're made saying, of sir. Glass. Wait, it, you can't tell the difference between glass and metal and rubber? Or I didn't touch it, so I don't know. Oh, uh, visually, you couldn't you couldn't visually confirm. Nope. Could you tell if it was used or fresh, sir? I couldn't tell. I, I didn't I didn't taste it to find out. Did, was it, there wasn't an odor? I didn't get close. I didn't get close enough to it with my nose to find out if if it, if there was smell. You have a All right, can you can you go back out and confirm whether it was used or fresh, sir? You know, I'm late for an appointment. I just wanted to report the black bag. What's dildo. what's this appointment that's so urgent, sir? Um, I'm gonna go um, get a, um, a a pedicure. This I, I'm looking at your feet, sir. You've never had a pedicure. This, your story is falling apart. That's why I gotta go because look at my the shape of my feet. I, I've never had one. I gotta. I can't miss this appointment. I just like this scenario where the, the, this this Walmart greeter becomes like a, a complete interrogator. Like like in in reality, it's like he, Paul Blart Mall Cop, like he, trying to put together. Yeah, he's the Walmart greeter is either ninety years old or mentally handicapped. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this, we we we've uh, we've we've found a new new on Netflix where it's it's a ninety year old retired ex detective. <laughs> now he's <laughs> he's grilling gr- 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 you about the condition of the black dildo. He, he skimmed over the money part. He's just like, no, 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 let's get to the bottom of what's going on with this black dildo. Okay, so you're you're trying to take the money. You're you're just throwing caution to the wind. You're like, well, this isn't a trap. You're trying to take the money, mm-hmm. but you're reporting the dildo mm-hmm. and the guns. And the okay. Guns. Yeah, because the guns could have been used in the crime, and the dildo could to have the been the Walmart used. greeter. That's the uh-huh. authority figure that you want to go to. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't really want – see, I don't really want to uh, include – Actual authority, because then what if they fingerprint it and then find my fingerprints there that were like, oh. But you had the gloves. There's no fingerprints. I know, but that was just a precaution. What if they find like a hair sample or something? I mean, where's this hair coming from? Like my mustache, (laughs) like one of my whiskers. They're they're going to DNA match this single strand of mustache hair? And if it's on the dildo, even worse. Anyway, my scenario to you is going to be, hey, Aaron. Okay, so you're... uh, you're uh, you're some kind of an account manager or sales rep or something for a company, and you've landed this. What type account. of company? It, they sell um, they big sell, black dildos. They Got sell, it. They sell big black dildos. Okay. Okay. And you've landed this. You've landed an account. You've landed. Uh, I don't know. Do they even still have Playboy Channel or like Adam and Eve Channel? I don't know if they exist. Sure. So so you've landed it's that Cinemax. It's, it's it's for the late night Cinemax. Sure. So you landed. Cinemax is a big client that you've been trying to get. You know it's going to bring a lot of revenue nice. for your company. And you're like, sweet. Cinemax money, let's go. Awesome. One of their employees is cute. Uh-huh. And you think you might have a chance with her because she's flirty with you. You're flirty with her. But you don't want to jeopardize the business relationship. 
what would you do? I mean, so I, I really sort of colored this scenario quite a bit, uh, 10 inches in black, but like, it's the, it's the, not that sort of color, Whoa. sorry. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Jesus. No, but what, what I meant in, in reality was it, if this was just like a very sort of straightforward uh, business account, that'd be one thing. But come on, we're, we're talking about late night Cinemax. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I, I think you go for it. I think it's almost an insult to them if you don't. Okay. Like, but she's not, she's not like, she's not like a super high up in the, you know, yeah. in, in the rungs. Sure. But if you and her like mess around, goof around. I mean, do I, do I even give two fucks about this job yet? Yeah, you do. Oh, I do? Yeah. Oh. And because you landed this account, it's bringing you uh, financial gain. Got it, got it. You're trying to make this a little bit more serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I made it silly from the, the get-go making it Cinemax, but you're like, okay, so this is a job that I, I want the sales job and... No, you got the sales job and you got the no, account. No, no, but I, like, I want to keep it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's the whole point, like... Because if I don't give a fuck about the sales job, then game on, let's go. Yeah. But this is important information to to understand the scenario. I'm I'm realizing, oh, could this be something that happened to Mondo IRL? <laughs> um, no. Well, did it? No. Could this be something that Mondo has fantasized about happening to him IRL? <laughs> yes, one hundred and ten percent. I have some customers that got some cuties working for him. Let's just say it. It's been kind of like ah. You know, what do I do? See, see this? Okay, so you, you have to proceed so with wait, caution, sir. If, if my scenario makes you think that it could possibly be real, yeah. does that then mean that your scenario has happened to you? You found a, a bag full of dildos and guns and money, and you didn't tell me about it? Yes. <laughs> you son <laughs> of a bitch. Walmart. And you didn't share the money with me, you motherfucker. How do you think I'm paying for this house, Mondo? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm With the dildos and the guns? Exactly. I I blew the money in Vegas, but we we, we sold the dildo and the guns, and that's that's where the money's coming from. Um, no, okay, so yeah, that's a little bit tricky. Like that's the other part. I don't really know the sales world. How, like, obviously you can't be overly aggressive. You can't just like start throwing out crazy pickup lines and everything, because then. If she's like, oh, no, I was, I was just being friendly. Like, what the fuck? Like, this guy was coming out. You can't do that. But how strongly is that frowned upon in the sales world? It's not. It, so I would I would venture to say that in the sales world, it's not really ever talked about you, like, dating a client or mm-hmm. customer. It's not really ever brought up. But it's something that you have to think about because if something goes awry with the relationship part of it, like, yes. you could fuck up the business side of it and therefore, you know, you, you you know you don't make that commission or whatever so you kind of have to be like sure you know sure 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 um but you said she's not that high up she's not that high up is she someone but you got to find out though like is she someone's like niece or daughter or she's not related to anybody how do you know this because she's told you she oh she's like so she's like just just FYI I'm not related to anybody. I have no, I have no <laughs> blood relations to anyone in this company. You know, I, I am very interested in this, this ten inch black dildo account because that's that is Whoa. something that I like to use my cell phone from occasion. Whoa! Just in case. I mean, I get, I get lonely, and you know, I would like someone to keep me company. But on those nights where there's no one to keep me company, I have to resort to the ten inch black dildo. Like, and they're like, like, wow, she's volunteering a lot of information. She wants, she wants you to, to. 
give her a demonstration of your product. <laughs> she tells you, like, I want you to demo your product. Come meet me at my apartment. <laughs> come come meet, meet me at the children's toy aisle in Walmart. You're like, okay, that's <laughs> off. That's a because de- okay, this this is this is there's a lot of nuance here. If it's a more serious situation, I just feel like it's like you gotta proceed cautiously, right? Like you 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 can't come on too strong. You gotta you gotta leave little little flirty breadcrumbs for her to follow, right? Like if you come on too strong and she thinks you're creepy, then you might just fuck up the whole account. You lose the money. You you get in trouble with your job, whatever. You can't do that. You gotta leave little little flirtatious breadcrumbs. And if she follows the trail of breadcrumbs, then it's on. And then she she follows a trailer breadcrumbs and then you leave like a bag with a big black dildo in it you're like hey satan oh like yeah it's, it's this is great thank you for helping me with the, the account hey do you know someplace around here that i could get lunch i'm gonna get lunch after this you don't even invite her but you just ask and she she and then she, and then she says oh you should go here i'm like that's great i'm just gonna grab a table i'll and then no, no, this is already breaking down. See, you know what we're learning? I don't fucking know how to do this. <laughs> like, like, if I knew how to do this, I would be way more successful. But yeah, that's that's. I, I think, I think you you say something nice. It's not creepy. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, really so, liked really like talking to you. You know what? Lunch is always good. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get lunch. If like you want to hang out and talk more about this, I'll be at this place. We are now learning why Aaron does not. Uh like like me does not get hints and clues and get laid like with a girl that's willing to get demoed with a big black dildo. Well, see the 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 part that I figured out is if they're showing any signs of interest and you're interested then just like don't play games and, and be like fairly direct. The only thing that's really complicating that is the the job aspect. Like if it wasn't for that and you're getting clues you just say, "Hey, let's go out." And then you're done. But if you misread the situation, which could happen because sometimes people in sales are just trying to be nice to you because they're yeah. trying to they're trying to grease the wheels. Yeah, they're trying to lube the wheels up a little bit. Whoa! Get what? Lube the wheels? Yeah, isn't that isn't that the saying? Lube the wheels up? Sure. Grease them down? Sure. Make get them nice and slick and glistening? Whoa! What? <laughs> you just, just so the wheels will turn faster. Get them all wet and moist in the. What? What the fuck are you talking about? That's weird, man. Yeah, That's nothing weird. Uh, but yeah, the the sales aspect really really complicates things uh so i i can tell you when i was a a a coach where there were definitely situations where not not with like there's there's never never recruits mom was like flirting with me although i would sometimes like very lightly flirt with recruits moms oh just very just not not in a way where it was like overt but just where they're like oh that like (laughs) i I like that coach but um (laughs) no it was was more like there there are all these like uh conventions and things where like it would be like a bunch of coaches in those, I was like, I am going to just 100% stay out of this. There were definitely times where, like, oh, there's, you know, it's, it was tons of female coaches. Like, I feel like I'm getting signals from those female coaches. I'm going to not act on this even a little bit because I don't want that reputation. I don't. I'm, would these coaches be coaches within the same, like, uh, organization you work for? Or no. were they, like, opposing organization coaches? For, from opposing organizations like from a, other like schools other schools yeah yeah well they could be club teams that's why that's why i didn't oh it's all all the about so there were there yeah there were club team coaches or other coaches uh never a million years like with a like a coach in in uh your school although none of the coaches they're all dudes <laughs> no no there were plenty of female coaches but they were like like the one was like 70 years old uh and i think a lesbian the soft 
Was she softball? Yeah, of course the softball coach was a lesbian. Volleyball coach was my friend. Why does it have to be if they're lesbian? Like games off, like the like uh, you know, game game off. I, I I've done it. I've flirted with lesbians, trying to get some. Just to see. You didn't roll the dice. You never win. But Amanda, this <laughs> might come as a shock. I was not attracted to the seventy-year-old lesbian field hockey well, coach. Well, no, what if the lesbians were hot lesbian coaches? Oh, I'm sorry. So we're back to the Skinamax stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought, I thought we were talking about reality. Anyhow, that's how I proceed. I've let. I've, Guys, sure. I've laid it out. You play it out. Okay. Uh, your turn. You have to ask me another sure. scenario. Uh, okay. Uh, you're, you're driving through Nebraska. Have you ever been driving through Nebraska? Nope. Very flat. Not, not very much going on. There's some cornfields and things like that. And it's late at night. It's nighttime. You know, like it's like 11, 12 at night. You get pulled over by a highway patrol officer. Okay. You know, pulls you over and he's just like, sir. He slaps me with a big black deal though. No. Oh. That's Iowa. I'm oh. talking about Nebraska. Oh, okay. He's like, sir, d- uh, did you know that you have a headlight out? No. And then and then you get out to check, and the headlight's not out. And he's like, oh, look, it must have come back on. Sure, sir, make sure you get that checked out. And you're like, okay. And you drive on your way. Five miles down the road, you get pulled over by a different patrol patrol car, different patrol officer. And he's like, he's like, sir, I, you know, do you know why I pulled you over? No, why was I pulled over? So you've got a headlight out. It's very dangerous at night. You've got to get that fixed. And then, like, you get out to look at it. The headlight's on. He's like, okay, it must have come back on. And this happens three more times. With three different officers? Different officer every time. Damn, there's a lot of officers in a small radius. Yes. And, like, now you're like, what the fuck's going on? And so after the third one, like, and they're they're getting, like, increasingly aggressive about the headlight. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like... And you're you're just getting some like weird small town like oh no this isn't this isn't cool vibes like what do you do? I would uh, call the cops. <laughs> Hello, this is nine one one Nebraska. No, Sir, I, what I, is I your didn't emergency? say I was gonna call nine one one. I said I would call the cops. Are oh, the local cops? Yeah. This is oh fuck. What was the town? I can't remember the town in Nebraska. This is this, sir, sir. This is not not Lincoln. Uh, hold on. I just drove through Nebraska. Let me let me look up and see what the towns I stopped in. Hold on, hold on. We're checking Nebraska. Uh, North, yeah, no Kearney. That's that's one of the places. This, this, this is the Kearney Police Station, sir. What what? How can I help you? So, um, uh, Mr. Officer, mm-hmm. dispatcher person, I've been getting pulled over every couple miles. Oh, by. Did you have a headlight out? Well, they keep saying I'm getting headlights out, but sir, did keep... you fix the headlight? The headlights not. Malfunctioning. It's working. Every time they tell me it's not, they pull me are, over and then sir, I... Sir, are you saying that our officers are liars? I'm going to have to dis- dispatch a car right now. Yeah, yeah. You're being hostile. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. You do it. I dare you. Click. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you dirty whore. I don't, I don't understand the move of you're getting fucked with by the cops, so I will call those same cops. Yeah, because I want them to make a fucking uh, uh, report. All these false accusations of my headlights. They're clearly trying to fuck with me because I'm brown and I'm in Nebraska. They see the brown man. They're trying to pick on me because I'm Mexican. But and like, I don't, I don't see the, the lot. Okay. So, so you call, <laughs> you, you call the local police department because uh-huh. you want the, you, you're like, the officers are fucking with me, but the person answering the phone, they'll be cool and want, actually file the report. I want, I want them to have a report on record so then I can get my attorney involved or something and be like, It sounds like they're 100% going to do that too. What? Like you can trust that they're going to actually file the report, right? 
Well, if they're not, then they get my attorney involved and be like, hey, look, this has been going on. And then I, I even write the people's names down. Officer Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Officers. Sorry, is this the canonical Officer Goodman? Because yeah. one, he was he was Latino. Goodman was Latino? He, Fuck no, he, he was Latino. He, he, def- he no... 100%, he 100% was. No. No, to the point, and this is this is the funniest part, too. <laughs> he had to have, like, a white dad then, because there's no fucking yeah. way. There's no, no, he was he was Mexican, and he was giving Christian Barron shit for it, because he, when he was asking all of our names when we were down on the ground, it's like, he go, he's, he go, Christian goes, Christian Barron, and he's like, oh, are you sure that's not Christian Barron? And Christian's like, no, it's, it's Barron. Fuck Officer true, Goodman. True, true story. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how he got the name Goodman, but um, he was he was a a Latin gentleman. Piece of shit. I thought he was white. This is the first time I'm hearing that he was Hispanic. Yeah, he he was he was giving Christian Barron shit for not using a Spanish pronunciation of his name. Fuck that guy. Anyway, was that the end of the scenario? Yeah, it sounds like like you're going to jail in Nebraska. Fuck no, I'm calling my lawyers, and then they're gonna do. A full evaluation of my of the electrical in my car and saw that there's nothing unreasonably wrong with my electrical part of the car. And all these cops are just trying to fuck with me because I'm brown. Booyah. So, okay, so that, I, not as exaggerated, that actually did happen to me in Nebraska where I kept, because like I think I did have a taillight out or something, or maybe it was a headlight. But I, I kept getting pulled over. It happened three times. I got pulled over by one cop, and I was like, okay, I will, I'm going to get that fixed as soon as I, I can. Think, I, I think got pulled over by a second here, and the third one. Here's what's going on. I think these assholes say that to justify why you're getting pulled over, and they're trying to find more shit. You know what I mean? Like They can, they can use the fact that, or the, the, the notion, the idea, the false claim that, oh, I, I pulled you over because you have a taillight out, and they know it's not out. But they can pull you over and use that to legitimize where they're pulling you over and then try to look for something, especially if you're right driving late at night and they're like looking for a you know, a similar vehicle or whatever. See, Fuck cops. That's what I was worried about. The second time it happened, that's sort of what I was worried about. But they never searched my car or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, because you're white. If it, you were Mexican, they might have said, Let me let me pull you over. Like let me could do be. a I full mean, body I, cavity search. I, I would have been super nervous if I was uh, of color in Nebraska. I was a little bit nervous anyways. And it was sort of the point where, like, after the third one, like, I told him, like, sir, I, I'm, I'm literally, I'm just going to drive to Walmart. Like, I'm, I'm look, like, see, it's on my GPS. And he's, whoa, don't move your hands that quick. I'm like, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. He didn't, no, he didn't say that. But I was like, it's on my GPS. I'm going to the nearest Walmart. I'm, I'm going to change out the headlight. Like, how, how, how can I stop getting pulled over? You're like the third officer that's pulled me over and he's like all right i'm gonna put a call in blah 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 and if he was really cool he would have just given me an escort to walmart but no i i think there's i think those motherfuckers in nebraska are just trying to look for reasons to yeah i was like literally contemplating just pulling off and going to like a gas station or whatever something and just parking my car and sleeping it until daylight because that that i was like i i don't know what the fuck's going on i do not want to end up in jail in nebraska like that was that was my thinking like how how do I just extricate myself from the situation and not have to talk to another police officer? All right. Next one. Calling the station never even <laughs> occurred to me. All right. My wildest dreams. You're you're at a restaurant on a date, on a first date, and you're trying to make a good first impression with this chick. She's cute. She's hot. She's Are funny. Are we in the deal breaker? Do we go to deal no, breakers? No, no, no. This is what I'm not. Let me finish the goddamn scenario, you son of a bitch. It's a deal breaker. I don't like her. The service is really bad. You've had to wait for your drinks. Uh-huh. You've had to go up to the bar and get your drinks. 
they brought your food out cold, and your date's uh, food is like there's they messed up the order. Like there's something wrong with her food. You also had to make a reservation to get the damn table, uh-huh. but they still made you wait like another thirty minutes, even though you had a reservation. So all in all, your experience is okay. poor. It's shit. It sucks. Sure. Okay, it's time to leave a tip. What kind of tip do you leave? One, I don't even know if I would have been there at this point in the you, scenario. You would have gotten up and left somewhere in the middle. H- highly likely, but like, how how has she responded to all this? Was what? Well, she's pretty. She's pretty frustrated too, but she's not showing like these. She's not showing like the super annoyed signs like she's obviously she like oh that sucks you know but she's not like she's kind of in the middle you don't know if she's just as pissed off or whatever but, but like so the service has been shitty but like otherwise the date's gone well you and her are having a pretty good conversation having a good cool. time cool i leave a 15% tip and i just don't stress about it really yeah okay i wouldn't have left a tip you know what like that. shit happens like who knows maybe there's short staff in the kitchen maybe i like i don't know if it was the waiter's fault like i don't want to i mean was the waiter like rude to us or anything no, in fact, they were super apolog- uh, They were super apologetic I because them they twenty five percent because tip. they realized that they fucked up, but they still like the entire experience is super fucked up. Okay, I leave them a twenty percent tip. I wouldn't leave a tip. You know what? Shit happens. People are like again. That really might have not been the waiter's fault. And if the date was going well, yeah, whatever. I'm just not going to stress about it. Like my my focus is not on getting great service from the wait staff on a date. My focus is having the date go well. So if it's going well, fuck it. Like, it's fine. I don't care. Well, you're a better man than, better man than me because I've, I've, I've left $0 tip tips before. And, like, I'm like, look, you you know that this service I've gotten is shit. The food's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a list of complaints. So, like, yeah, I'm not going to tip you. A tip, a tip is, well, that's where we... I understand that like waiters and waitresses get shit on more often than not, even when they probably shouldn't get shit. Yeah. Well, and they also, in so many places, like they cannot function and survive without tips. Like the bulk of their salary is tips. And in that scenario you described, it really just might not have been their fault at all. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm punishing them for fucking one of the. One of the, the cooks like showing up late there, and they're drunk and the cook's fucking up. There's and a restaurant around this, here. This, there's this a, poor fucking waiter is going to be eating ramen for the next month gotcha. because the cook was drunk. There's nah. a there's a restaurant around here that um, I won't mention the name of the chain. I won't put them on blast in case we ever get sponsored by them. But back in California, it, I would frequent it's, this. It, it, it's a fancy chain that you like no, to go no, to. No, no, no. It's a it's a you know it's a chain that sells food and beers and anyway. There's a there's like in California the places that I've gone out there of this specific chain I've had great experiences. And I always leave a good tip. Um, you know, I, I like their their food's not great, but it's like I like their food and they got drinks and so I have a good time. The one specific location out here in Colorado that I've gone to, I've had I've had Grubhub deliver food from there to here mm-hmm. like two or three or four times. And like a majority of those times, something's gone wrong with the order. Like they've either forgotten something or it gets here cold or gets there gets here late. Granted, that's using Grubhub, okay? I've also gone and eaten at that restaurant, like in the dining area, and I've gotten I've gone there only once or twice, but both those times the service sucked, the food's been coming out like something's wrong with the food, the order, and it's the specific. So all all those scenarios of the Grubhub delivery and me actually dining in have been from one specific restaurant location, of this chain. So I know that it's been 
mismanaged or the employees there don't give two fucks. Like the the culture of that restaurant, they just don't give flying fucks about. I I know now in particular, a lot of restaurants are struggling because they can't, they don't have adequate staff. Like a lot of people, uh, when they had a a chance to step back, I I can't remember the podcast. It was maybe like the daily or, or, uh, but it it was just talking to people in the restaurant industry who are trying to sort of make it through the pandemic. And a lot of the, the restaurant workers, when they actually had that break and they're like, Oh, like, I can sleep normal hours. Oh, I can have like this, you know, they just kind of reevaluated their life and they're like, you know what? Fuck this. This yeah. is like a terrible, terrible lifestyle. It's like you work insane hours. You, you have to survive off of tips. Like I'm just not going to do that. And, and it sounds like, like, Thousands and thousands of people had that same realization. They're like, fuck this whole industry. So yeah. restaurants are right now, a lot of them are understaffed. Like they're scrambling. They can't, I mean, so it's not to excuse it, but at the same time, I don't know. I like going to restaurants and I, I don't want to, I don't want to punish that one guy. So yeah. I get what you're saying as a, as a customer, but I, I have, know. I have left $0 tips probably a dozen times in my life. Like just cause I'm supposed to leave you a tip. I got to leave. No. The, the, so the time. So, okay. So I can, I can remember this. Like the, the, there was a time where I left a, a tip of a penny. Ooh. Very, very, very pointedly. And it was, uh, like this was in New Jersey. I'm not shocked at all that this happened in New Jersey. Uh, this is such a New Jersey thing, but it was like, we I drove up with a friend to see my uncle. Uh, he was playing, uh, he's a jazz guitarist and he was playing a show at like this, like like in a restaurant in New Jersey, just close to where he lived. And like we get there, and it was like me, a friend, and then like he knew two girls. I don't know how the fuck he knew two girls in North Jersey, but like they met us there, so it's kind of cool. But like, I, and I remember trying to order, and I was like, oh yeah, I just would like a medium rare hamburger. The waitress is like, what? I'm like, just a medium rare hamburger. And she's like, you know, that's you should not order medium rare. That's very bad for you. You should get medium or medium well. I was like, all right, but like I. I just I would like medium rare, and then she's like arguing with me about it, and then I finally was like, "Look, I, I just want it medium rare. Like, I don't. Wh- wh- where's the contention? Could you bring me a medium rare hamburger?" She's fine, and then it comes out, and it's it's like raw, oh. like it's not even warm, and that was where I was like, "Okay, fuck you, like, <laughs> yeah, that 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 was clearly her fault. Like, one, I don't know why you're arguing about that. Like, that's." The customer asked for medium rare. Give him fucking medium rare. And two, then she clearly goes to the to the cook like, "Oh, this this fucking asshole! Like, give him just the raw shit." Like, it literally it was it was like a a they they took the hamburger patty, they put it on the the, the stove for like ten seconds, and they're like, "There, fuck you, customer." I'm like, "Okay, here's a penny, nice. you piece of shit." Did you eat the burger? No, it was it was raw hamburger meat. Cause cause separate wasn't medium rare. Fucking, and and this was this was just a very New Jersey interaction. Awesome. So that that was the one time where I can remember. But that like that was the waitress's fault, and she was being a huge bitch. So fuck her. Here's a penny. All right, moving on to the wonderful the world. Why can't I talk right now? We're moving on to the wonderful world of Reddit. Where we scour Reddit for questions, and then we answer them. And then we look at what other people have had to say. Reddit question number one. If you were a professional burglar, what would your subtle signature you leave behind? What would it be? That one's tricky, right? Uh-huh. Because I, I thought about this very little. I don't, I don't have an answer, so I'm going to talk my way through, to, uh, through it. You don't 
you do not want to leave something that can actually trace everything back to you, mm-hmm. right? Because if you remember in the important documentary, Home Alone, <laughs> they were the wet bandits, right? Like that was their calling card. It was, who was it? It was Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, I think. Uh-huh. And like Daniel Stern was was so fixated. The wet bandits. On his, yeah, on his calling card. But then when they get caught, they're like, oh, we know every house you robbed because you fucking left the sprinklers on or whatever. So you don't want it to be traced back to you. So I, w- I would do something like, like, like vaguely helpful. Like I would rob them, but I would also like break into all their computers and reorganize their desktops more efficiently. Like something that would actually help them. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like, yeah, you know what? Like maybe like just like defrag their hard drive, like just get their computers running well. So they're like, fuck, like he, he robbed me of like $3,000, but man, my computer's running great right now. <laughs> like This is crazy. <laughs> Just, just, just do uh, inadvertent tech support, like, like, uh, re, or, or maybe, maybe something even a little bit more helpful, where like, uh, like I re rewire all their their entertainment systems, so it's like the cords are are hidden and it looks a lot cleaner. Like I clean their fucking you, house. Room. You, you vacuum the floor. You fucking mop the <laughs> kitchen and shit. I just do a light renovation of their house while I'm in there, and they're like, they're like, wow, like he's, that camera's gone, but man, like the the uh, living room really looks great. Like, <laughs> I wish I could just hire this guy. And it's like, how do you report that? Like, like, like so, so you're, are you, sorry, are you saying that he, he did tech support for you? Like, what are you even talking about that? I, something where it's kind of hard to trace back. Cause there's not like a clear, a clear calling card. Hmm. It mixed in with the robberies. You, you, you thought about that before you answered the question. I didn't have a chance to think about an answer. So my answer is not going to be as creative as yours. Um, hmm, what would I do? I guess I'd do something kind of funny. Like I would, I would want to like, uh, like, uh, what's that? Uh, Steve Buscemi. I would like leave like like a like a Steve Buscemi meme somewhere, like posted in their yeah. on a toilet or something. Like you'd leave the ten inch black dildo. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah, report this to the cops. <laughs> I would fill I would fill the toilet with a bunch of chili peppers, and I'd be the chili pepper toilet bandit. I don't know. That's tricky because that one could be chased back to you. How? Because there's just chili pepper. Like that's that's so specific. Uh huh. They're like obviously it's the same person leaving chili peppers in the toilet. Who else does that? Yeah, but they'd have to catch me first. Ha ha ha! Catch me if you can, coppers. Oh, so you're just you're just betting everything on your flawless robbering skills. Yep, robbering, robbering. Yeah, <laughs> Lascivi- your lascivious robbering skills. Like I said, I'd have a lot of time to be creative or funny, but I would I would. Uh, because you couldn't leave DNA, you couldn't like you couldn't like jerk off on their oh couldn't on you their pillow. Florida no. man would beg to disagree with you. You couldn't like you couldn't like spank it and leave like jizz all over the people's pillow. You're very focused on this DNA evidence thing. Yeah, that was your like when we, when we were in the the duffel bag Walmart scenario. You weren't worried about someone surveilling you or seeing you like pick up the drop or anything. You were just like no 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 DNA evidence no no whiskers for my mustache. Mm-hmm. That was your okay. You 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 do seem to have a fixation See, that's on why, DNA evidence. That's why neither you or I would be good criminals because we both suck. We wouldn't we wouldn't leave be we wouldn't be good criminals, dude. Let's just be face it. We're we're both idiots. All right, users on Ask Reddit answered with a username totally dash love dash animals rights book by Marie Kondo: How to Live a Better Life with Fewer Possessions. Oh, so they're being helpful as well, sort of. Oh, okay. Hel- helpful, but also kind of a dick. <laughs> okay, well, uh, along the same lines, is another answer. 
user uh, under or less underscore catacombs writes a pamphlet about home security. Oh, that would be hilarious if uh, so. A sponsor of many many podcasts is Simply Safe. It's like like cameras and home security and stuff like that. So like, like what, what what if you what if you rob them but you left like a like a voucher like some sort of um, for a restaurant or no something? for Simply Safe? Oh, <laughs> like, that'd be fucking hilarious. Huh? <laughs> like, like like you left uh you know how i don't know i don't think you ha- you have those but you know when you go in like the checkout line of like a home depot or, or sometimes supermarkets they have those like little 50 dollar cards you can buy so you can buy like a 50 dollar gift card for for uh home depot or uh-huh. walmart or, or best buy or whatever you leave the, you just leave them gift cards for simply safe uh user mercutio underscore is underscore dead writes i would lock their door for them on the way out you probably didn't get into their door to begin with. You probably use like a door, like a window or something. Uh, last one I'll read. User no-leather3579 writes, boil all their eggs. You would boil all their eggs. Yeah, leave them a nice meal. Make them like, make them like an egg salad. I mean, those will keep too. You know, <laughs> that's, that's really, <laughs> like, like weeks later, they're just like, oh, fuck, like, I'm hungry. I gotta get a new iPad, like whatever, but... I'm just gonna have a, I'm just gonna have a hard boiled egg. Like, <laughs> Thanks, Robert. This motherfucker. I mean, this is kind of good though. <laughs> All right. Uh, Reddit question number two. What's your favorite thing to do to stay positive? There's two different things, but the the one that's maybe a little bit easier to execute was uh, just just guided meditation. I don't know if this is the best one. Or I know there's like 800 different meditation apps and everything like this, that, and the other. But the the one that I just found years ago and then every so often we'll go back to it's it's it is called so there's, so there's this guy thomas hall just thomas h-a-l-l and he just has the, these series of videos on youtube and they're all basically the same guided meditation where he'll talk you through relaxing different parts of your body and then he'll talk about you're on the top of a you know 10 step staircase and like each step you go down you feel more and more relaxed and and you feel lighter and lighter he talks about you going through this door and you're in a wall garden. He's British. I don't know what the fuck a wall garden is. It's like, like a British version of Walmart. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, go to the perfect relaxation place, Walmart. Apparently, our Florida man did did go to relieve some pent-up energy in Walmart. I don't think that's what Thomas Hall is talking about because he's talking about flowers and things like that. Uh, so I just, I always just picture, not, I don't even picture a garden when he's talking about it. I just picture this sort of like hillside and there's like wildflowers and there's trees and whatever. And he just, and then, and then he'll start these, um, sort of like, uh, affirmations. And so, so for different things, he'll, he'll, he'll talk about, uh, either you feeling really tired and, and sleepy and this, that, and the other, if it's a, if it's a sleep one, but he has a positive thinking one where he'll, it, it's just sort of like these same almost like hypnotic suggestions that'll say over and over again. Like he's like, you're a positive person. You see the positive, but so are these things you do? Because the question is, what's your favorite? Well, what's no, I'm, I actually use this. And so if, if I am f- like feeling negative, I will, I will listen to, I think it's like Thomas Hall, positive thinking on YouTube. It's like 21 minutes. And I, I, I'm actually used to it to the point where I'll kind of zonk out by the time he gets to the, the, the suggestions. So like, to me, it seems like, we go through the whole relaxation part and he'll say like one or two suggestions and then the thing's just over. But when I looked at him, I'm like, Oh, there's like eight minutes of him saying like, you're a positive person. Like you can find the positive in, in situations, blah, blah, blah. And it, it does seem to help short term. It's kind of like a little, 
like uh you know if, if people drink coffee for a jolt of energy it's like drinking like a a coffee for a jolt of positive thinking it doesn't last forever but usually when i come out of it for like an hour or two like i'll kind of have that positive mindset what i do is i have to do i have to do like some kind of physical exercise shit daily i just have to do something so i know like physically i'm doing something to better myself and that in turn like makes me feel good obviously like if you if you were to look at my like my both my parents uh i dare say my brother my sister uh, maybe my sister does None of them do any kind of exercise at all. I, I, I'm pretty sure my sister does something. I don't know what she does. But outside of that, like, none of our family does anything, like, uh, closely resembling, like, physical exertion. We're not a very athletic family. Oh, sorry. For, for people listening. I was rowing. Just, that, that was what that pantomime was? Yeah, rowing. It was, it, it was just like, like, he was like, looked like he was, like, churning a winch or something. So yeah, I would do exercise to stay positive because just getting them endorphins, getting that. Daily. Would you do crew? No, like the uh, Winklevi twins. Nope. I'm gonna go to Reddit and and see what some of the users on Reddit okay. said about that question. User Dulce 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 writes, "Enjoy nature. I'm very lucky to live someplace where I can enjoy parks, clean air, wildlife. Mm. The environment is the only is only hostile to human existence for six months of the year at most, Eastern Ontario." Uh, user anonymous forty forty five writes, "Prob sounds cringy, but think of everything that I have and realize that I'm pretty well off, and life goes on despite being dis- despite bad things happening." Um, yeah, like you've mentioned the being able to <clears throat> change perception of something and turning yeah. something negative. How you into- frame it, right? User Bach to Bach, back to Bach. I think this user's answer has been a question before because it sounds very familiar. Anyways, focus on the things in life, both small and large. That brings happiness that you can find meaningful. As much as possible, filter out the rest. Be grateful for what's good. Uh, last one I'll listen to. User potato underscore chip sex writes, listen to music. Every time I'm upset, I go into my room, put on some music, lay down and stare at the ceiling. I don't know why, but that makes me makes me happy again. Yeah, music does that for me too. I can kind of mellow out vibe out by just playing some music but then you have to you want to almost you almost want to eliminate all other uh um senses like so like if you listen to music in the dark it works better for me than like with with lights on or with the tv playing or whatever like just being able to focus everything on the one thing and just kind of mellow out and relax that was it for reddit question number two and that was it for ask reddit that was actually it for our podcasty cast because it's a long one already uh, do you have anything else to add to this episode, Senor Jaffe? Not super pressing, but I I was excited speaking. Uh, you know that that Reddit user who was talking about getting out in nature. I I found a very very little used trail that's not even too far from us. It's like forty minutes away, but kind of more into the mountains. And the reason I, I went to that one was because, as far as I could tell, there's no uh, requirements to keep your dog on a leash. Um, so that was the first hike I did with my dog Finn, where he was just completely cord free. He was he was a cordless dog. All right. So next, uh, not this coming Thursday, because today's the 14th that we we're recording it. But the next Thursday, the 25th is Thanksgiving. Talk to you guys once more before then. But I was gonna say Happy Thanksgiving, but why? I just save it for next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you Canada <laughs> for making us number 195 with leisure. I love you guys in Canada. You guys are fucking awesome, even though most of you guys are probably moose fucking. 
Uh, yep. And on that note, happy Black Dildo Sunday. Happy Black Dildo Sunday. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you guys in a week. Have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.